to Sum It Up, brought to you by The Summit Dover. If religion is giving you more questions than answers, you're in the right place. So sit back and open your mind with us. I'm Kyle Schweitzer, and I'm here with Josh All and the man with the answers, Pastor Rob Coburn. Hey, this is a great time to be here. It's so much fun to be doing another podcast with you all. And uh, how is everybody doing today? Oh, I'm doing great. Doing awesome. Awesome. Great. awesome. Awesome. Yep. So we, we encountered in episode number one uh, a little bit about dreams. And uh, so lots of questions. And I know that we have something that Josh wants to present to us today uh, with, with that from our last episode. Yeah, we got dreams. People send us <laughs> dreams. This, nice. is, this is amazing. I mean, so, uh, so pumped about this. Um, I'm just trying to look through these and see which one I want to read first. So uh, we have a dream here. It says, my dream is to give my family and my kids a life that I never had. I have dreams for my family to all love and serve the Lord wholeheartedly, that I will own businesses and rental properties slash real estate, and I'll be able to give cheerfully and exponentially. Now, that is a God dream. Yeah. You know, there's a difference between good dreams and God dreams, and I, I believe that we all have we all have different levels of dreams in our lives. And uh, I heard one one person say this week that they don't dream. And I believe that that everyone dreams. There's been a dream in your heart since before the foundation of the world. There's a destiny that you were called to attain. But um, that dream is a God dream because it's not about that person. It's about impacting a, a people. It's about impacting someone other than yourself. And I believe that we were put in time to be an influence on our generation. It, we were not put here in 1933. Um, we were put here now to impact our generation with the dreams that have been given, with the talents that we have, and to attain a destiny that he assigned to us. And so I wanted to hit three big quick things real quick here. I call them the big three. Not original to me, but I call them the big three. And that is every single person needs these three things. So I want you to write them down if you're traveling don't do it now, but do it when you get home. But uh, but the three things that I want to cover real quick are significance. That means that you learn your identity in Christ and that you are significant as an individual. Most people struggle with significance. They struggle with their identity. You need to have your identity clear to attain your destiny. Number two, transcendence. You need to be involved in something larger than yourself. Your destiny is definitely larger than your dreams, and your dreams are definitely larger than your current vision. So you need to be a part of something bigger than yourself to be actually engaging in transcendence. And the last one is community. You need to journey in a part of a larger group of people that are journeying to attain something bigger than themselves that leads to their identity. And so uh, those that dream to me, I'm glad you started with that one. You had a whole stack that you, know, you could have started with. I'm glad you started with that one because it really shows that this person is not only tapped into their past, you know, we're, we're not a product of, of the, the things that, that we are going to attain. We've got some things in our past. That person is looking at their past and saying, listen, I want to give to those around me greater than I've ever had. And so that's a God dream. That's something that, that is good. Now, if that person would have wrote on there, I just want a million dollars so that I can go buy a yacht. Well, it depends on what the motivation is. I think we always have to go back to the motivation of the dream. And, uh, and as, as you read that one, this one came to my mind. Uh, this person put down that their dream is to dream again. Hmm. Their dream is to dream again. And, uh, and that is a huge thing that we, can, uh, that we can talk about today. 
Well, Rob, I mean, you're saying about these dreams, you're saying that you have these, you just said, you know, I want to be wealthy so I can buy a yacht. And I, and the situation that, that I could be in right now, say I have this dream and, and, and you said something one time and it, and it sounded like this. It's like, if, if what you see doesn't match what you saw, what you see is temporary. Can you, can you dig a little deeper into that? Because, you know, maybe some people are out there and it don't seem to be in that, uh, you know, they have this big dream, but they're not there or they feel lo- locked up. Well, I think that that we have to understand that we were not just born to exist, number one. Uh, we were not born to exist. We were born to make an impact. And so you can go back to Scripture and look up Genesis 37 where it talks about Joseph and, and his journey from being a, a dreamer, dreaming something, sharing it with his brothers, which probably wasn't that smart of a deal to do, but uh, shared his dream with his brothers and went on a journey of finding his way to his destiny. It, I love Genesis 37, 19. It says, Then they said to one another, Look, the dreamer is coming. Everyone has a dream, and, and God has given each of us a dream in our heart. We maybe haven't uncovered it yet. There's gold there that he's placed inside of us. We have to come to a place where we can mine that back, take all the insecurities, all the imperfections, and allow that gold to shine forth. And when we do that, uh, it has to actually match what he's given us in the dream to where we're going. And so uh, the reason why I had that quote um, is because we cannot just take a dream and then look at the natural and say, oh my, I'm not going to attain what I could. We have to take the dream and say, okay, this is what God showed me. This is the dream that's been in my heart since I was five years old. Uh, As we talked in the last episode, the gardening dream, um, the gardening dream has been there for 50 years, um, but the circumstances never matched what this person saw in the dream. So those circumstances have been temporary. And that's, that's what that quote sort of references, that, that if, if what I'm looking at in my life right now does not match what God has shown me I will go attain and do in my dream, then it can't be true. It can't be real. It's just my current circumstance. It's not where I'm destined to be. You also said that um, in that same quote and explaining it, it's not that you're in the wrong place. And now that where you are could actually be preparing you and it may not look like it, you know, it may look like a big hole in the ground, uh, you know, in Joseph's uh, case, but, uh, it could be preparing you and setting you up for your destiny. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, yeah, totally. I, I totally agree with that. Now I was going to say, you know, you, you just mentioned that, you know, about a person who's had a dream in their heart since they were five years old, but you know, what if, what if someone's listening to us right now talk about dreams and, and they've never really thought about this before, you know, and they're, and they're saying to themselves, well, you know, I have, I don't have that dream. I, I, I don't know what that looks like for me. Um, I've never really thought about it like this before. Where, where do I start? I think it's very interesting. If you take anybody that's under 10 years old and you sit down and ask them what they dream to be when they grow up, um, most of them will have a quick answer for you. And it'll probably be some kind of what we would consider service personnel. It'll be a firefighter. It'll be an astronaut. It'll be somebody. Um, that's their dream. And that is for real. That's not some temporary thing. That's not some, they may grow up and not want to be an EMS worker when they grow up, but that's a dream in their heart right now. And it's getting them connected to a path of where they need to be for their destiny. 
And so maybe for right now, I need to really be looking into a forensic scientist because that's my dream right now. And I learn and learn and learn about that, but that's not my ultimate destiny. It's just a dream for right now. So someone who doesn't have a dream, I, I go back to this all the time with our people is that, what did you dream about? What was the thing that you couldn't stop thinking about when you were younger? What was that? What was that? Let's go all the way back there and begin to build forward. There's one thing that happens uh, right around our teenage years, um, and that is that we begin to doubt ourselves. You don't find many five-year-olds doubting that they're not Superman jumping off the back of the couch. Um, they don't have fear of failure. They don't have fear of anything at that point. They're just living the dream that's within them and trying to be as close to that as possible. As we become adults or teenagers to adults, we begin to learn and, it, and it's a learned behavior that we fear the dream. It's a learned behavior that we fear success and fear failure. And, uh, and God is not the author of fear. We know that the enemy is. And so this process that we go through is actually our fallen nature overtaking our destiny and trying to cloud that from being who we are. And so, so we have to go back. If, if you've never dreamed before, get out a piece of paper with me. Um, and, and sit down at a table, not a moving one, sit down at a table. <laughs> I have to keep going back to that. Cause yeah. I listen to podcasts on the mower. I listen to them all over the place. So, so pause the podcast, go get a piece of paper, take time to sit down and write the dreams that you dreamed about when you were a kid, start there. And if you can't remember them, then just sit for a moment. We talked in episode one about being in the presence of God in that is fullness of joy. And in that is the pathway of your life. And so sit with him and say, I need to dream again. This, this dream that's in front of me, the, this person's dream is to dream again. And so my holding that dream in my heart as, as with that person right now, if you're listening, holding that in my heart right now for you is that you would take enough time to allow the Lord to show you what you used to dream about and reignite that in your heart. That's, that's great. And the, okay, so let's, can I throw you a real life example here? Yeah, let's do it. I mean, okay, so say I don't have my dream right now, which I which I do thank thank God, but say I don't. Say yeah. say I didn't or say you talked to me a year ago when I didn't. Yeah. And and you would have said, "Well, what did you, you dream about? What did 5-year-old Josh dream about?" I would have said, "I want to grow up to be a professional baseball player." Mm-hmm. I remember that vividly. That was my 5-year-old dream. I, I that's what I wanted. I mean, how would you go outward from that? I would just ask you, number one, when did that dream cease to be your dream? Yeah, teenage years. Look at that. Yep. And, <laughs> and, and by the way, we didn't talk about this before being on the air. So, so this is real life stuff. So if, if you lost it when you were a teenager, probably because of what? Well, my skill set certainly was not professional grade. Okay. But what did you, in, in trying... Mm-hmm. In trying to live up to that dream, what skills did you produce? Well, what skills did I produce? What skills did you I, uncover? Well, I, I made a. I, I learned how to create relationships with the other guys on the team who weren't exactly on the field because neither was I. <laughs> and 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 I've watched you in real life, and you are amazing at communicating with people. And so, yep. um, so. There are things in those dreams, even if becoming a professional baseball player was never going to be attained, you were never going to hit that. 
having that dream, remember, propelled you toward your destiny. Mm -hmm. And so your gifts and talents propel you toward your dreams. They help you equip you to do your dreams. And then your dreams then point you to your destiny. So that dream pointed you to where you are today, which may not be your destiny. It's just a step on the way, but it pointed you to another dream. And those relationships that you built in the dugout are actually on the full court now. The, yeah. the, the way that you learned how to deal with relationships is now on the, it's on the playing field right now. You're doing it every day. And so you, any dream that you have had can help you get to your, it all points that way, even as insignificant as it may be. Yeah, because my daughter, my nine-year-old daughter comes to me and I say, hey, what do you want to do? She's like, I think I want to be a teacher or, or or a babysitter or something like that because she goes to daycare and she's a, she's around a lot of kids and she's really caring and she sees uh, a, her her caretaker uh, while we're at work and kind of probably sees that and wants to model that. So she's saying, well, I want to be that, you know, and, and so if I – you know, nurture that and say, okay, what, what makes you want to become a babysitter? What makes you want to become a teacher and, you know, nurture that and try to pull it out. That could lead my daughter into her destiny as a dream to be a teacher or as a dream to be a caretaker or, or something. Mm-hmm. And I think that the church, uh, the religious church has fallen way short on this. Um, what you're talking about doing is asking questions to uncover someone's dream and destiny. And I think that as a church, we failed. Um, I just give it a big fat F on this uh, because we have made it more about those things that we do instead of the things that we could be. And, uh, and I just want to drop this quick nugget in here because you brought up your daughter and, and my kids as well. And that is that your time on the planet is not the determining factor of your impactfulness. Um, she could be just as impactful loving on the kids in the daycare as she could be 10 years from now in whatever she's doing um, in college or whatever. And so, so I just want to like level the playing field here. You know, we're not, we're, we're saying that anyone any age can dream. And as adults, it just makes it more difficult because we've been instilled with fear and we've been, we've been broken down by a family member. Um, we, you know, Joseph told his dream to his brothers and they almost killed him. Um, and maybe you shared your dream with somebody and you're listening to this and you're like, I, you know, whenever I was at this age, I shared my dream and it just, it didn't work. It, it, it got shot down and I've never really dreamed again. Well, today's your day of rebirth. Today's your day of reignition of your dreaming, just like this card that I read, to dream again. It's time to engage with people that believe in you and your dream. And uh, there may be somebody else today that isn't in your family or whatever that you can comment here and join the community of, of this uh, Summit Up podcast and let us believe with you. But there's no age discrimination other than I find it really hard to get older people to break through fear and dream again. Well, there's a lot of years of, you know, like you just said, you've learned failure. You've learned fear of failure. And, you know, you've learned all the reasons why you can't, why you cannot do something. And. As, I mean, as a kid, like you said, there is no, oh, I can't do any, you know, I can do anything when I'm a kid. Right. Well, you know, that, that does fall off after so many years of learning the wrong mindset. Right. And I believe it's a strategic attack of the enemy on the body of Christ, that we don't have dreamers in the, in the body of Christ that are dreaming for the next big thing. I'm not saying as a whole, I'm saying as, 
uh, I'm, I'm not saying individual cases aren't, this isn't happening, but just the circles that, that I've been in for the last 30 years, it hasn't been a focus. And, uh, and so taking the, the time to, you know, it's, it's not a, it's not a clean process. I mean, we've been doing this at the church for a while now and it's not clean to get into people's business and dig down to find a dream. But when you find the gold nugget, that's when, that's when all this happens. And the gold nugget is a, is a key to their destiny. And if we just empower that and, and raise that up in people, I, I just prophesy over everyone listening that the people around you will begin to call you Genesis 37, 19 dreamers. Here comes the dreamer. Here comes the dreamer. Be a dreamer today. Be empowered to dream and not worry about fear of success or fear of failure, but just just focus on the dream that you have in your heart today. And when that gets accomplished, then you're going to be able to go to the next thing. So we're sitting in the studio that was a dream that you guys had. And now we're, we're hearing of all the different things that are coming of this, but God's got more dreams for you. Uh, let it be said that that Josh and Kyle are dreamers. Let it be said that Rob is a dreamer. Let it be said that that the people of the summit, the people that are hearing the Summit Up podcast, that people are tired of us dreaming because we're so contagious. If you've heard someone dream, if you've heard someone's dream, sorry, and and you've actually allowed your heart to be open to it, this is a challenge I have for you. Go to some younger person in your life and ask them what they dream to do, and open your heart to that dream, as Kyle was saying about his daughter, caretaking. Open your heart to that dream. You will find a joy that you can't get away from. You cannot get away from the joy when you allow your heart to actually be open to someone else's dream. Because you're connecting with people's passion, and and that is what's filling you as well. So you, when you come alongside somebody, grab their hand and say, okay, that's what you want to do. Let's, let's go about it. Let's do the things that you had to do to become a professional baseball player. You had to practice, you had to go, you had to, you had to, you had to challenge yourself. So, so go along that person and, 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 and bring them up. And what would you say to somebody though, who, who's kind of gone out on the limb here and set a dream and then you'll never accomplish that. You'll, you'll never be good enough to do that. Well, your past is a portion of your future, but it is not your future. And so if you've been shot down in the past, you've shared your dream, you've, you feel like no one is there to walk beside you, no one's there to believe with you, then, uh, then today is a day to tell someone else. Today is a day to find that community of people. And hopefully we're, we're, building that here. We're getting people to engage with what's happening here at the Summit Up podcast. So you can come here. We're a safe place. Um, you can find us anywhere, but but come come visit us and, and we're a safe place. But also cultivate a community around you that believes that way. And that and you know the one thing that I know about building community is and it's never built by one person doing it alone. It's built by one person serving someone else. And so one of the things we love to say here at the summit is that, uh, that you need to serve someone not in the way that you want to serve them, but serve them in the way that they need to be served. Mm -hmm. And so when it comes to dreams, when it comes to hearing someone's dream, you need to serve them, love them, open your heart to them in the way that they need it. They need someone to believe with them and you will begin to create a culture that will transform a community. It may transform your church. It may transform your household. It may transform your city, your your county, your your state, and even the world. I believe that the one thing that we need to do is to open our hearts to one another 
And that's what we see all throughout Scripture. Jesus opened his heart to those who needed to be needed their dream to be revealed. I tell you what, guys, this is some great, great stuff about dreams. <laughs> stuff that I mean, I don't think a lot of people sit around and uh, spend a lot of time thinking about. Just with the rush, you know, the, the of life, of work, and family, and, and everyone just trying. Like I said on the last episode, just trying so hard to get ahead in life. And, and I don't have time to dream about these other things. I got to, I got to pay the bills. I got to do this and that and the other. And no one really, no, I don't say no one, but it's, it's tough a lot of times for people to just sit back and realize that there's, there's dream. Right. And the enemy has taken away the ability to do that. Well, what, um, I, I wanted to get into where we're shaping our young people, uh, through schools and, and through colleges and, and how we shape dreams uh, in these young people. Um, are, are we doing a good job as a society to prepare um, or, or to uh, encourage our students to dream and become something that maybe we might not think is uh, in line with society's real deal? Well, I think that, number one, uh, we, have a, we have an education system that was built to fill factories, uh, to make good workers. Um, it's not a system built for good dreamers. Um, most of the time that I was in school and, uh, and, I, and even other people that I've talked to, uh, when dreams were brought up, they were normally passed aside because it didn't fit the mold. And, uh, and I know that education is changing and things are, things are getting so much better over time. But I believe that we are at a place where we have to make the shift. If we're going to change the next generation, we have to take their dreams and give them credibility and allow them to soar. And I think that even teachers need to take their dreams and let them soar um, and go to the next level. It's, it's a place where we have to look at our past, and, and this is with this one that came in that said, I need to dream again. We have to let our past die and look at our future as the dream that God's given us and, and the dream that we have in our heart. And so we have to let the past die or the past will have power over our future. I mean, if you think about that, if, if you don't kill off the past, those negative things that have been spoken over you, the, the generational junk, if you don't kill off the past, it will always plague your future. And so that's one of the things that stops dreamers is their past overtakes their future. That's a, that's really interesting, especially talking about, you know, in schools and, uh, you know, with the young people and how schools are, the school system is built to fill factories. I was listening to a podcast and this guy's main objective. So his, his dream, his goal is to um, establish an entrepreneurship course in every high school. That that's, that's part of the curriculum. You have to take entrepreneurship. And he said, not everybody's going to be an entrepreneur, but the skills you learn in an entrepreneurship class, the skills that you would learn can be applied to every aspect of your life. And that would lend itself to dreams. Yes. Because you have to dream. You have to dream to be an entrepreneur. It is, uh, I mean, I've been doing it since I was 16. You have to be a dreamer and you have to allow those dreams. And the, the, the number one thing that will stop it is fear. We've talked about that. But you have to allow those dreams to actually take root. Oftentimes, the dream comes. The dream is never written down. It's never told to anyone else. And so it dies a lonely death. It, I, I love the quote uh, from years ago, um, Henry David Thoreau's quote, and I'm going to add to the end of this. I don't know who added the second part, but his quote was, the mass of men lead lives of quiet desperation. 
the mass of men lead lives of quiet desperation. That's what our society, if you go out and you take a walk today and you go through your neighborhood, the mass of the people that you walk by their houses are living lives of quiet desperation. And I would add, somebody else added it. I don't know who added it, but they go to the grave with the song still in them with the dream inside their heart because nobody took the time to ask them what their dream is. And that's my passion. As you can hear it coming through the microphone, my passion is how do we uncover the dream in everybody's heart? Because there are, there are cures to cancer. There are things out there that, it, that are so beaten down by fear and I'm not worthy and all those lies of the enemy that keep people from understanding and living out the destiny that God has for them. And so the power of your future, I, I just, I want to, I want to really get this into you today. The power of your future is not ahead of you. It's inside of you. Most men live lives of quiet desperation, right? It's inside of them. They go to the grave with the song still in them. The, your future is actually within you. And so the dream that you maybe haven't uncovered at this moment, but you're going to, because you're going to take this. I, I, we, we've talked about this podcast, and my heart's cry for this podcast, the Sum It Up podcast, is to sum up concepts that we've talked about, to give that vision to somebody, but not that you would just listen to this podcast. I've listened to thousands of podcasts, and only a handful have actually taken action. And I just hope that through this podcast, you would take action. The Sum It Up podcast should be a place of action taking every single episode that you write down a dream, you submit your dream, you talk to someone about your dream. In this episode, let's kill the past. Let's take an ax to the root of the past that continues to come up and stop us from attaining our future. And let's realize that the future is within us. The dream is within you to go and change the world and, and see great things that have happened. So as I go about dreaming, as I, you know, am, am building on uh, my life and as I'm, you know, just exploring different paths that I could take um, and every time, because you go back to the fear, every time that I would dream something, it, there, there seems to be some kind of a prick that's in there that, that's like, I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can go that way. I'm not sure. I want well, again the qualifications. I, I said it in the last episode. I didn't feel qualified to do this. I don't have a, a radio background. I don't have uh, uh, any degree telling me that I can do this um, or a piece of paper. But you know, but I do have a passion for it. I do have an excitement for it. So I just do it and learn from it and move on. You know, we're only in episode two, and we're talking. We're changing. We're changing people's lives because they're dreaming already. They're they're starting to identify what what's what's making them passionate what what even as a kid and as they're growing now and that, that that's what excites me well and and they're telling us right so then like you said rob the, the first part if you have a dream it's not it's not a real dream until you tell someone and we've already got people that are saying this is my dream you got you guys are pulling this out of me you guys believe in me you guys agree with me and, and i want to tell you my dream you know i think that just to add one other thing to that is that I only benefit in the world when you live out your dream. If you're not living out your dream, then I'm at a deficit because we're called to work together. We're better together. And so I need to, I need you to live out your dream. Josh, I need you, Kyle, to live out your dream. And we need you out there to live out your dream. Otherwise, we're at a deficit. And, and I would just tell you, don't die with my gift in you. Not my, it's, it's literally your dream is a gift to me. 
don't die with it in you. Let's cultivate those dreams. Let's get them out. Let's let's make sure that we specialize in and get these dreams cultivated to where they're producing something so that everyone can benefit. So I just encourage you today, do not, do not go another day without uncovering at least one dream in your life that you can now speak out and allow to be a transforming place. Now, what you said one time, Rob, about the graveyard being the richest place on earth, mm-hmm. and that's why, yeah. right? Yeah, the massive civilization goes to the grave with the song still in them. The dream, the the desire to change the world is in those graves. And and that's not, obviously, that's not a quote that I came up with, but <laughs> but it is true. I believe it is the richest place on the planet. Now, I I, I also would say on top of that, that, the richest place of untapped potential is within you. That's pretty good. That's deep. <laughs> the untapped potential that will transform the world is within you. And so if you're listening to this today, get out the pick, get out the, uh, get out the shovel, and begin to dig inside of who you are and allow God to do it. And one of the things, Kyle, you said, I, I just went back to Scripture in my mind about Matthew 6, don't worry about what you will eat or what you will drink. Don't worry about any of that stuff because he's got it he's got it under control. Let's not worry about how this dream will fail. There are many there are many things that you guys could have put off for a long time that thinking that this would fail. Let's look at the let's look at the positive side of the dream. Let's look at the destiny that this dream is pointing us to and equip ourselves to get there and make it to the next level. Yep. Well, last episode, you know, Rob, you did say that provision is providing for the vision. And I think that's powerful. And I think people need to grasp onto that and understand that and accept it, that God will provide for your vision. Yeah. God will provide for your vision if you're going to be speaking it out and doing it and attaining it and making it come to uh, an actual active thing. The kingdom of God is not a passive deal. It's it's an active deal. And your dream is not a passive thing. It's an active working thing. So invest in your dream and make sure that you are at a place where you can accelerate with others, with others, and allow them to partner with you. And I, I would just end, I would just end by saying, don't uh, allow your dream to be quelched by any other human being. Because God gives us dreams and God allows us to see what that is in other people. So I just say, find your dream. Find your dream because if you don't, I'm at a deficit. Find your dream for my sake. Find your dream for Josh's sake. Find your dream for Kyle's sake. And find your dream for the sake of your family. Well, thank you for listening to another episode of Sum It Up. Uh, We love coming to you. And again, we love even more hearing from you. So make sure you comment. Make sure if you have questions, we want to answer them and we want to bring them in. So we're going to be coming to you again. So stay tuned for the next one.